See you come in there, everybody. How you doing? My name is Andy Fiore. I am one of your hosts of the DYM podcast. With me, as always, is the Dutch, the Butch, the cool clutch, Sean Donnelly, everybody. How, Tony, is, how you doing, my friend? How you doing there, Andrew? It's it's good to see the DYM nation just sneaking up on Andy there real no quick. In oh, you scared the bejesus out of me. You Dutch got, is hard you, to rhyme with. Uh, what'd you say? Dutch is very hard to rhyme with. I came up with clutch and then transitioned to butch, and then I was out of options there. <laughs> yeah, that's about it, I think. <laughs> a butch, a clutch, Dutch. That's what I'm. Wasn't clutch? Clutch was like a word. Wasn't clutch like a word for cool for a while or something? Like oh that? yeah, absolutely. Go, oh dude, he's well in sports. It's a good thing when a guy's clutch. You know, it means he comes up in a big moment. Yeah, like in the in the clutch, like he has you in the clutch. Yeah, so I guess that could be used in uh, cool kid vernacular. Yeah, that dude's clutch, man. He's always got weed on him. He's clutch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He he gets his weed in a clutch. It's fantastic. Right. Absolutely. Um, nice well, to see, see your smiling, beautiful face. Oh, it's good to see you, my friend. I I uh, I see once again we have a, a fantastic new nickname for the Cool Breeze. He he ceases to be the Cool Breeze each week. He's trying to change it up. Uh, no, I, I'm always the cool breeze. Always the cool breeze. The cool breeze is consistent. It's a consistent breeze, but every <laughs> week we have a new name, and uh, this week is Options Burgers Fiori, yeah. which which I didn't get. And then Andy, before we started the recording, Andy was like, yeah, it's my rap name, Options. Only one option, Burgers. I said it like it was a known you thing. You said it like, like it was a known thing, and I was like, no. I'm like, no. <laughs> that's not it's allowed. It's a very, a very inside joke of my Morristown, New Jersey homies. Uh, we would be in high school and we'd uh as all suburban white kids do we'd start freestyling when we got drunk at house parties you know no you didn't of course we did how have we gone this far in the podcast and i didn't know (laughs) because it's embarrassing and i don't bring it up that often andy that white andy fucking freestyle when he was drunk and were drunk at his friend's house in the suburbs yeah holy shit was it like that scene in clueless where the guy was Ab- rolling with the homies. Rolling Absolutely. With the homies. That was a slice of life for us. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on, Andy, because we're not letting this go. This might be the whole episode. Let's be honest. <laughs> and let's be – let's hear it. Let's – dude, there's no way that you – okay, because I'll be honest. I used to – we used to write graffiti, quote, unquote, when sure, I was a sure. kid, right? Yeah. I have friends that are still into it and are, are go good at it technically. I had a graffiti name. I will Absolutely. tell you my graffiti name. Okay. Which isn't that embarrassing if you tell me what your rap name was. Options. Oh, it was really your that was your actual rap name. rap name. Options. And I had the catchphrase. Oh There's God. only one options. <laughs> which is um, not a bad catchphrase. It's not that bad, actually. That's actually <laughs> options is you, not uh, that bad. It's options. It's O P T I O N S. If I wasn't, why would I brush with Chris? Options from, from the streets. Well, I'm from the cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> from the- <laughs> Um, our house is at the dead end, and then well, our house kind of spans a couple. It's a very well-to-do neighborhood. It's a well-to-do neighborhood from the street. Crime rate is very low. 
What's the name of your street again you grew up on? Uh, Indian Head Road. <laughs> yeah, that's streets. That street's going to get canceled soon, too. <laughs> yeah, that's going to get canceled. Yeah. That, was, that, that street never worked out for that porn star name. Uh, Our game. street was so street, it was racist. Yeah. <laughs> now ours, yeah, that that was always like your your pet's name and your the street you grew up on. Mine was always like uh, Bruno Indian Head was my porn star name. You know what I mean? Oh, but actually, that kind of works. Actually, I guess yeah, Head is in there. That's Head's in there, yeah. and, and it makes it sound like he's like this native dude that's doing porn. It's very maybe it's, yeah, I'm very yeah. niche. I'm sure you if know I type in Indian Head on Pornhub, a whole slew of videos would come oh. up. Absolutely. Are you me? <laughs> um, but to get back, yes, know, options was my nickname. And do you then, know what my porn name was? Oh, what well, your porn name was? Oh, wait, you I know my first your, dog's name. Forget your dog's name. Ginger oh. Fernwood. <laughs> that's a that that's could a be one. a chick from the eighties. Yeah, it could. Yeah, Ginger, Ginger Fernwood. Fernwood. Yeah, Fernwood too. Terrace was my block, and oh, yeah, Suarez. What's yours? Uh. Buster Palm. Buster but, Palm? No, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. No way. I think Buster you might have Palm's been around for ever 20 heard. years. You might have won that game. <laughs> Buster Palm? Are you joking me? That's no, amazing. Oh, true. my God. <laughs> that's like buck naked. That's that That's that level good. It's that level good. Absolutely. Buster Palm is so, it's like a play on words built in. <laughs> holy shit fantastic dude wow, i love you it. won that game mike holy yeah you're no longer buster bushy Palm? now i want now yeah now you're buster Palm. what are you kidding me <laughs> hey bust yeah can you show us this clip hey bust what, what time you want to record today buster Palm? it's <laughs> it's even like a, you know like uh what was that guy was it tim north or whoever he would the drop and loads guy peter north like every yeah yeah he'd always go bust drop in loads was that <laughs> Buster Palm? <laughs> and then it's gross, but your it's your gross. your your gimmick Ooh. could have been you ejaculate into her palm, your hand, like that's what you do at the end Absolutely. of every every porno. Is <laughs> is you busted her palm? That's, yeah, that's, it's, it's a hand fetish thing. It's a hand fetish thing, dude. <laughs> If you don't change, if you don't change your name for comedy to Buster Palm, I won't be friends with you ever again. Or at least on all social media. <laughs> it's got to be. Can we just have? Can somebody make the handle Buster Palm Buster and be Palm. a fan account and for the podcast? It, it, I'm assuming it's P A L M, right? It's yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Well, I guess there's no other way to spell Palm. <laughs> In my head, I was like, wait, is Palm hands different than Palm Springs? I guess not. No, it's the same for some reason, but it probably should be different. Yeah. <laughs> Buster oh Palm, God. holy wow. shit! I'm glad we brought that up. Buster Palm, I thought Ginger Fernwood was decent. Buster Palm, uh, yeah, is like, I thought we had three good ones. But that's a grand just slam. Better and better. Yeah, that's a grand freaking slam. Buster Palm, good for <laughs> you. Uh, yes, yeah, so so options was one of my rap names, and then it it became Burgers for some reason, and then it was Options Burgers. <laughs> I, I, thought, I can think of a couple of reasons for why we couldn't Burgers. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I shouldn't say that because when you were a kid, you were a skinny kid like I was. Uh, yeah, up until like the teenage year. Yeah, up until like 13. Then I put on some chub. But yeah. So my uh, my friends would call me up. This is the beginning. Burgers was right around uh, 1999, 2000 when cell phones were starting to make their way into high society. And okay. uh, 
I was hooking up with this girl right after college. So this would be like 2001, 2002 from my hometown. And her last name, I swear to God, was Berger. Right. You know, B-E-R-G-E-R, however that was spelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was at her house one morning. I woke up there and this was newer into our relationship of us hooking up. And my buddy Jacques called me and he didn't know I was at her house, but he answered the phone. He was like, burgers, what's up? And she heard me. She heard Jacques be like, is he saying my name? Are you telling all your friends you're like already over here? Shit, I got trouble <laughs> inadvertently because of that nickname. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's like, a, that's like a Seinfeld episode type thing. Total coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, that's, so you were options at first, and then so you never were options burgers mixed. No, it's always one or the other. And what would you rap about options burgers? Well, it was all mostly freestyle, so there was I didn't I only have one set rhyme, and which was the uh, aforementioned crest crest uh meant um crest what is it? I don't even know like what you would call a a bar, I guess. I don't have any. Oh, I don't have bar. I don't have set 16, bars. Sixteen bars. Oh, you don't have any. You don't have any that you memorized. I only spit one bar. It's options. O p t i o n s. If I wasn't, why would I brush with crest? <laughs> Oh my god! I know, good, right? Made my day. This <laughs> made my day that you used to rap with your friends. <laughs> Why we still do? No, you don't do it, dude. No, if we don't. go to my friend Matt Udall has a Christmas has a hometown Christmas party. Oh, every year, obviously, didn't happen this year, but usually, like every mid December, like the week before uh, Christmas, all the hometown homies get together. And it's a drunken festival, and we usually end up in the basement, and my buddy Chris will start it. And if, like, one or two of the mainstays are there, we'll, dr- we'll be drunk enough, and it'll catch on. And then, like, somebody's wife will come out in the garage be like, they're rapping in the garage again. You know, like, oh, my God. Now, <laughs> I, I want you to be canceled so bad for this. Why? You're not doing anything you're, wrong. Because you're white, and you think that you can rap. <laughs> It's mostly for our own humorous entertainment. I know. It's, it's I'm us trying to make each other laugh. Yeah, of course. To, I'm busting it's your balls. Not like, yeah, it's not like. But I would. I would love to be there. Seriously. May I come? I don't have to come for the party. All I have to do is oh, can you, you give me a there. call when you guys start rapping, and I'll show Absolutely. up to the house. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my friend Chris tried to tape it one time because he's weird like that. So there might be tapes out there. Dude, if you could get some for the show, <laughs> Buster Palm would be forever in your debt. Oh, my God. Buster Palm. <laughs> my producer slash manager, Buster Palm. Wow. And here's the thing, man. Like, I, I'm i sure I've been – we didn't have, like, a tradition. It's so funny that, like, that you, you have it as, like, a holiday tradition. Like, that's weird. That it's, not like, a, it's not necessarily like a tradition yeah, per se, but, like, but, like – No, but it we, ends up being like that. You're like, we, we roast some chestnuts and we spit yeah, a yeah. couple of verses. Like we just, <laughs> we spit some, we spit some, but we hit, we hit the dope beats and we spit some rhymes and we get our stockings out and we get our, <laughs> yeah, we exchange presents and then we exchange uh, beats. Options, burgers, waiting for St. Nick. Don't be a dick. Show up to my house. <laughs> Dude, you, you'd fit right in. You'd fit right in. That's the level of uh, intelligence we're working. Yeah. Holy shit, that's great! I love it. It is too funny. It. Like everybody does have their known thing. My friend Udall, he'll 
you know when he's just getting ready to jump in because he's that one guy who takes the uhs too far. And he's, you know, he's waiting for his tail to go, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, we're like, get in there, buddy. Any second. <laughs> <laughs> That's like 12 uhs. Uh, uh, oh my god I it's so fun it. dude yeah it, it, it was like yeah you know that yeah that thing in high school you know in the mid 90s rap explodes and so obviously we were trying to be cool and we're all hip-hop fans and then it just grew over time to be just more of a hilarious thing and trying to make each other laugh you know oh yeah especially after eight mile i'm sure there's a guy in your group that does the he picked <laughs> up the look look thing from from oh, eminem look, we're all the sh- we're all look. the shook ones <laughs> that's great man good for you and your white your white friends thank you very much <laughs> no but that's like what like there's so much shit like that like i told you oh okay so we used to write graffiti but we barely i had friends that wrote royal graffiti and would go out and do it but i like pretended to do it and my name was just well, oh you did i didn't i didn't actually hear it did you uh, say what, you want to try to guess it i was gonna say give me a hint and let me guess you know what's you know, I'll, here? I'll I'll even tell you an embarrassing part. Why? Okay, so the name I'll tell you the name, and you and you guess. Try to guess why I I did it. Okay. Um. Uh. The name was Jesk J E S K. Uh huh. And the hint of why I did it, and this is super embarrassing. Is it, um, so. is it an acronym? No, it's the first three letters are like part of the hint of why I use that. J E S just it's not an acronym. They don't No, no, it's like it could be like the first three letters are part of another word, and then you can see why I did it. Okay. Is it is it jester? Yep. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure, I'm 99 percent sure the reason I did it is because I was like, I'm really funny with my friends. I'm the jester of my friends, so I'll be Jesk. That I swear to God, that's why right. is, <laughs> what is the C have let me what is the C here? No, it's the K. J E S K. Okay. The K is just because all those just, things end in K or D or whatever gotcha. it is. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. But just, so there you go. Me being like, I'm the gesture of my friends. So sure. my graffiti name should kind of ring part of that, you know. I support and then we, it. We, the only graffiti thing I ever did was we wrote there, down the block from my house. There was a Long Island Railroad Station, and we – we spray painted in the tunnel from the one side to the other side and we got, and we got chased out of there by the cops and then we ran away and we were freaking out and we hid in somebody's backyard and all these cops were driving around. We thought it was for us, but as it turns out, there was a robbery the same night we did it and they weren't looking for us. They were looking for the robbery, (laughs) the robbers. (laughs) And, but these, this, this lady came out in her backyard. We, me and my friend are hiding in her backyard and she comes out and she goes, what are you guys doing? And he goes, we're playing manhunt. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just, she's like, get out of here, get out. And we're like, all right, all right. And we just walked away. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I, we used to spray paint shit all the time too. Not to, not to that level, but uh, spray paint was a big part of our childhood. Absolutely. Manhunt was also a big part of our childhood and running manhunt from the police. Huge. That's how you know, right. That's how you know you're too young and too old at the same time where it's like, you're getting chased by the cops and then your excuses were playing manhunt. Like we're just, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. like we're literally committing a crime and then going, Whoa, we're playing hide and go seek. Like right. it's, <laughs> <laughs> we're like children, but we're like, look how cool we are. We're fucking yeah. doing graffiti. Yeah. Like whatever it is. It's so bad to me. Most of our running from the cops was actually house parties getting broken up. 
that's when it would you'd flee. Oh, and honestly, been, it was some yeah. of the most fun times of my life. Like the biggest rushes of adrenaline to get away and to just kind of stake out. Oh God, it was fun. I can say that now because I actually never got caught. <laughs> but like my a couple of my buddies, my friend Jock, the aforementioned Jock, who you've met, he got fucked up. He got fucked one time. Uh, couldn't get out of the party. The cops caught him trying to run out of this girl Meredith Ramsey's house, our sophomore year of high school, through this huge party, huge rager. And I was at my buddy Brown's house. He lives down the street, coincidentally. And they were like, come to the party. And his parents, in a beautiful, simple twist of fate, were gone that weekend. So his grandparents are staying with him because it's still a little young to be like home alone for a weekend. So his grandparents, are, right. they're in bed by 7.30 p.m. So he had a basement exit out of his door. So we just walked out of the house. No problem. <laughs> and we went to this party, but we waited to be safe until like 10 o'clock. Right. 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 So we just walk up the street. We get to the front door. She lives on top of this hill and she lived uh, and uh, the driveway goes up. We get to the door. We knock and our friend Chris opens the door. He's like, you guys made it. And as he's saying the word it, his face goes white and he looks behind us and he's like, Cops! <laughs> Two fucking cop cars. The lights going on. Pull right up, and so me and Brown just dart into the house. We, you know, every we're trying to let everybody know we're like cops are here. Cops are here. Everybody. I see my friend Mike Jeffries. He was the biggest stoner of our whole crew. He is so baked sitting on this couch. I go, Mike, the fucking cops are here. He just looked at me like Spicoli. He was just like, huh? And like, didn't even move a muscle. <laughs> I just ran through her kitchen and ran out the back door and hopped over her fence. And we ran all the way around the neighborhood till we got to the back of Brown's basement door again. We took the big circuitous route to get away from the cops. But that had never had more adrenaline rushing through my veins. Of course. At that moment. And we harbored like four other kids who Brown was like, come on, follow me, follow me. <laughs> and uh, a couple of us, a couple, a couple <laughs> sailors got, got caught up in the storm and a couple of us got away. So. Wow. That was yeah, but that is just so much fun. That happened a few times the parties getting busted up and you just running from the cops was so oh, much fun. I've definitely done it. I've we we've done it and we used to run from the cops um skateboarding a lot. So then you'd either Yeah, yeah. For some reason if you if the cops showed up and you skateboarded, you ran, but the security guard came out, you would fuck with the security guard, <laughs> right. which is really a shitty thing to do cuz now being older You're it's like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because this guy is making what fifteen dollars an hour? It's like, come on, man. yeah. What are you messing with security guards for? It was funny. My buddy uh, who used to skate with us one time, we also got <clears throat> uh, chased out of his parking garage. We were rollerblading, not skating. I should say we were. It's a form of skating, but we had a mixed group: skateboarders and rollerbladers. And we got chased out. And my one friend Pat uh, goes back, and he's like, "I know what what car." that security guards car is. I know that dude. He went to high school with my older sister. I know that dude. He's like, I'm going to go fucking piss on his car door handle. And we were like, all right, do what you got to do, man. You know, like, <laughs> teenage assholes. And so the greatest thing about the most beautiful piece of irony, 10 years later, this kid, Patrick, dropped out of college and became the same exact security guard at no. the same exact parking garage. I swear to God, dude. Like, 10 years to the day, he was now working there as, like, the parking attendant. And I was like, that's just karma, Kramer. That is the most karma karmic thing I've ever heard in my life. I know, right? 
Holy shit. I almost pissed on his door handle just to complete the circle. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> what a town. In 10 more years, you're working at the garage. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's that's nuts. That's like you. That's like a movie. It, it really is. To be fair, I mean, he's not the brightest bulb in the... in the. Well, obviously, the... but, you know, <laughs> there's a couple of different clues to that in the story. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of stories, watched a few things this week. Oh, the kid uh, watched one, a couple of things. One television show and one rewatch. I didn't watch anything new movie-wise, but I watched a brand new TV program, as the old folks say, and I rewatched a film last night. I'll start with that one. Yeah, what'd you um, rewatch? I rewatched Ivan Reitman, George Clooney, uh, not Ivan Reitman, Jason Reitman, actually, the son, up in the air. Um, oh, great. Great. Really play. great. great a twist that you do not see coming. And here's what I wanted to bring up because of that twist. Right when he meets George Clooney's character, meets Vera Farmiga yeah. in the airport the very first time. And yeah. they're doing, if you remember the scene, they're kind of like trading their rewards credit cards yes and they have all these different uh honors programs and whatever yeah and she is going uh she's basically saying uh, how cheap that is and he goes uh he goes he looks her in the eyes he goes there's nothing cheap about loyalty and it's this crazy foreshadow of how oh, the big reveal because wow. i noticed it last night on the rewatch she looks at him in kind of a weird moment where the first time you're watching it you never would have picked up on it and then on a rewatch, knowing what happens, he goes, there's nothing cheap about loyalty. And she gives him this kind of wow. side look. And I go, what a foreshadow that was right there. That's a great one. Great pickup. Yeah. Thank you. I was really excited. to tell I started watching it at like 1 a.m. last night. And I couldn't wait to tell you. I, I've never I've, I've watched that a couple of times. Never even thought about it. Wow. Yeah. That's a wow, that's great writing. That's a great movie. Yeah. So good. It was really I, I've seen it a few times and. For whatever reason, I just was stuck glued to it last night. I go, Clooney's great. Anna Kendrick's great. Vera Farmiga's really great. It's uh, also like the Bateman's most solid. It's a really I like Jason Reitman's movies, too. I think he did. Uh, Thank you for smoking. Yeah. And a couple it's, other it's, good flicks. It's also like what's it's probably the most vulnerable, like one of the most vulnerable times you'll see Clooney in a movie. Yeah. Like yeah. getting like really um because I guess even in, in the descendants, here's the descendants is sure. really good and he's in yep. that. And I have to rewatch that actually, but but um it's good. He's pretty sad in that as well. And this they get him like frazzled in this. Like he's so cool otherwise, you know. Well, he thinks he's finally I mean, you know, he's this road warrior and the vulnerable stuff is when he brings Vera Farmiga back to like his hometown, speaking yeah. of it. And he's showing around his high school. He's like, that's me in the trophy cabinet. This is where I got my first fight. That's where I made out my first girl. And then they're making out. And then he's got this, you know, moment with his family where he's able to help his little sister for a guy who's basically been an absentee brother. And so, yeah, all this vulnerability surfaces for his character. And then, yeah. you know, he starts to open himself up more to, you know, his quote unquote girlfriend. And then he goes, you know what? I'm just going to go visit her. And he sees she has a fucking family. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. But, that really, yeah, yeah. I really, you know, I did not expect Great that twist. twist. And that's the, that there is a couple. There's another one like that. And Crazy Stupid Love has the same kind of thing where there's a twist. It's a movie that you're like, I'm not expecting any twists. Like you're like, oh, this is a straight up story. Yeah. And then, that's a good movie, too. I rewatched that or maybe kind of watched it for the first time from start to finish and was pleasantly surprised because you great movie. think it was going to be cookie cutter. 
rom-commy, but it's, it's a very not. good kind of serious movie. Yeah, it's like a legit. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, good call. Up in the air. I watched it not that long nothing ago. Nothing cheap about loyalty. Yeah. Nothing cheap about loyalty, which is also a great line. Um, what um, what was the, what was the TV show you watched? WandaVision. Oh, I haven't started it. I I, I don't <laughs> have Disney Plus right now, so I'm missing out on some stuff. Well, I, per- I haven't started any of those. Mandalorian, I'm not caught up on. WandaVision, I didn't start. And what oh. what are you thinking? Mandalorian's fun. What's her name? Just got canned today. Yeah, for, I know. Uh, it got canceled. Yeah, uh, Gina. I was Carano. just talking to to another comic about this. Uh, Robert Dean, my old roommate. Um, these idiots with these stupid tweets. Now it's one of those things where it's like if you say you're an idiot for doing that and losing your job, I'm not, I'm on the side of I'm on the side of of Disney. But guess what? Disney, like, they don't – do you not get that you're working for a fucking corporation? Like, and it's one of those yeah. things where they're like, oh, it's it's anti-free speech. If you worked in the accounting department and you tweeted something and they decided sure. you can't represent the company, they'd fucking fire you. That happened you, to that woman like 10 years ago, remember? She, like, tweeted something, got on a flight. Oh. And then about, by the time yes. the flight ended, she was fired. and She made, like, an age joke because she's on her way to Africa. Yes, and then she got back and they were was. like, you're done. Like, you're yep. done. Yeah. And – Exactly. And but this one, this same actress, like a month or two ago, did the same shit and she kept her job. Oh, really? She did some other tweets and they and then it, it went viral. Like the people were like, fire, fire. They didn't fire her. And then she did it uh, again. And they were like, what are you, an idiot? Like, what? Just get rid of your Twitter or just get promote your of, shit. Any sort of consequence could have get rid of Twitter the minute you get any sort of role. Exactly. If I get anything, you're going to see my Twitter account deactivated. In 30 seconds. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> or it's going to be scrubbed or some shit or a new it's one. It's going to be fucking scrubbed like the it's kitchen like sink, brother. It's like, what do you what do you these people think? That they're on some crusade? You work for show yeah. business. And, you're not, and I you're don't not, care what your opinion is either. I just like your TV character. Yeah, exactly. I'm and also. Going, what does she think on the Iran-Contra affair? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> exactly. Shit. Also, you're taking a job from somebody else that would wants the acting job and is in it for the acting part of this thing, you know? I'll be fair. And I know you haven't uh, watched The Mandalorian. She kind of stinks as an actress, dude. It's just so like she, she's she's like, like a good fighter and a warrior. From, uh, WWE. Yeah, that's basically why, you know, she could handle herself in a fight scene, you know? Yeah. She's yeah. not there for her dramatic readings of Shakespeare, you know? Yeah, I believe that. But I heard. Oh, uh, oh guess what? Uh, what were you gonna say? I know you. I said that there was clamorings that the the people, the Star Wars nerds want Lucy Lawless to fill that role, which I'm all oh, for. That wouldn't be bad. I love she me too, some Zena. Is She too old at this point. That must have fucked up thing to say, but she uh, might be. No, isn't she just, like it's a, it's a like fair 60? question. Isn't she sixty? Um, like she's not sixty, maybe. Yeah, but. the character is you know in her. I don't know how. I don't 50s? know what. She's uh thirty space years or however the age, <laughs> the age is working yeah. in the Mandalorian universe. Yeah, well, yeah, time does probably go different. She's twelve hundred parsecs in Star Wars, <laughs> you know. But I will say another Mandalorian thing. What's the main character? Who plays the main character again? Uh, um, what's his name? Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. I just saw an article. I don't know if you'll be interested in this, Andy. He's going to play the main guy in the movie version of The Last of Us. Oh no shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. It's made for. I mean, it's it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in a video game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now let me ask you this: That'll fit perfect by your reaction. That seems like it'll fit great. Yeah, because I really like him. Um, 
I think, yeah, he'll play Joel, which is, uh, you need like a rugged kind of guy. He plays a guy from Texas. Or the character oh. is, is a guy from Texas who's kind of, uh, yeah, it's perfect. you know, yeah, I can see it. I like it. That's cool. I'm more, more excited they're actually going to make a movie. That's one of those ones I, I care about that story so much. I really just hope they don't fuck it up. But Yeah, that's why I told you because I, I knew you would care about that news. I'm hoping they do it right and they do the whole... I think there's going to be a trilogy in the video game. Um, there might not be. They could end it at The Last of Us Part 2 and I'd be fine with that. I think As, they will. As a fan of it, I want to play it more, so I hope there's a third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that being said, the way part one ends, it's on a cliffhanger. Like, it, it, like that's the way the first movie is going to end if they follow it appropriately. So I'm I think sure. it's going to be great. Yeah. Because part two has such a twist that you don't see coming there. You go, it's like a mic drop. You go, what? It's like one of the best twists I've ever seen where you go, holy shit and i that's why it's like the story even aside from gameplay is so good that i hope they don't fuck it up i yeah. mean they've given you the bones there you really gotta you know be a clown if you're gonna screw the story up so yeah good casting choice i think this will bring us right into our our topic it's one of those ones where you go yeah until i see it uh, it's like you know uh, dustin hoffman is uh han solo or something you're like i yeah, i need to see how it plays out yeah, well, real quick, before we do our topic for the day, which we have some time left for, but um, I wanted to say I just watched one new thing. It was a movie that I was dying to watch, uh, Ooh, and it was The, right, the Little right, Things right. on HBO Max with uh, Denzel Washington Denzel, and Rami Freddie Malek. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah, Freddie Mercury playing a cop. Um, was Jared Leto, Jared Leto in it, too? Jared Leto's in it. Jared Leto is the... The, the the heavy criminal the, the, he's the, the criminal the, the technical cri- you gotta watch it so uh, yeah um, okay i well, here, i haven't i'll tell you first four it's pretty long first 45 minutes is like it's like somebody gave them a paint by numbers on how to make one of these that's what i heard these cop these cop movies right but it picks up and the ending is 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 it, it makes it worth watching at least it kind of pays off to an extent the one, the thing that takes you out of it is Rami Malek. He shouldn't play a cop. He just shouldn't oh, play really? a cop. Like he, I think they were trying to make him like this real um, obsessed. He's, he's, he's brooding. He's a, he's, a he's very brooding, but he can't even do that. Like he, like he, he, I think he watched Dirty Harry movies and like this is my impression of Dirty Harry. Like he, he, I don't think he opens his mouth two millimeters when he talks in the movie. Like you can barely understand what he says <laughs> because he's trying to just be so like stoic and. Well, you're messing up. You're mucking around in my case. What are you doing? Like, it, like it's like this. I think he's trying to be very like noirish. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's noirish. It is noirish. The movie. Um, and I think he's trying to stick to that acting wise. They even have him looking like that. Even you could throw him in a '40s movie. That's what anything. Anytime you put him in something from back in the day, it looks it looks great because he has that look about him. You know, right, right, like, right. Um, but uh, he just couldn't. He, there's there's a couple other things I don't want to give it much way about. It. I want you to watch it, but like it's worth watching. Like it is worth watching if you if you have nothing else to watch. But like it's like that I got kind nothing of else. Where, uh, I'm done like with you're not gonna, At the end of it, you're you're not going to be like that's one of the best things I've ever seen. 
like it, it obviously was like a we got some big hitters here uh, acting wise and we got a decent script and we're going to make our money off this movie and then yeah. w all the covid happened and, and then they were like all right we'll put it on wb for i mean um hbo max for a month and then we'll figure it out i think it's going to theaters after like february something hey i'm roy and i'm all and we're the hosts of the new roy and all podcast that's right I know you're probably listening to a podcast that you actually like right now, and we just interrupted it with an ad. That's all right. We're here. And I appreciate if you didn't hit the 15 second skip button. Listen to our show where we cover topics like music, mm-hmm. movies, yes. TV shows, which you love to binge watch. Of course. Just lifestyle stuff. And give our crazy stories about our day to day lives. Yeah. Check us out on the New Rory Mall podcast. Listen to wherever you get your podcast and let us know how you're feeling about our show. And once you're done listening to this podcast that you actually like, maybe you could check us out. Oh, dude, but, you know, that just reminded me. I, I was driving into the city the other day. I went by the still billboard up for a quiet, uh, a, a quiet place. Yeah, a quiet place part two. Yeah, which never and, came uh, out. I know. I, I was like, yeah, what happened with that? What they didn't do it on uh, direct to video. They didn't do it on demand. I think, I they're, just they just waiting. I think they're waiting and they shelved it until it comes out. I'll, I will go to the theaters for that in a second. Yeah, that'll be a good theater one. I think that's but, why uh, they're doing it, because if you watch it at home, it's not as effective as you watch in the theaters. Because sure, I watched sure. the first one on streaming and I was like, oh, this would have been insane in a theater. Like it would have been. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you're given the little things, the Dutch Donnelly double down pick of the week. Uh, oh, no, no. I would, you know, last resort. It, Nothing last else to watch. Right yeah, that's. Oh, there you go. That's a that's a great new. That's a great new thing to call something. Let, All right. Is it a pick of the week or a last resort? It, this is this is <laughs> this is a last resort kind of thing. Definitely like me trying to find resort. a girl in college. She my pick of the week or my last resort. <laughs> Canceled. This is a hundred percent a last resort where it's like, if you're cur- curious about it. Oh, here we go. Mike just said September 20, 17, 2021 is, Oh, that's when it's going to premiere a uh, quiet oh, place great. too. September 17, 2021. Okay. So all right. It, I, it did I, have a theatrical premiere last year in March where all the actors went to go watch it in the theater. And then not like, like a grand release. Right. The next week was when everything shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. They that, they're smart though because it'll it'll still do well. Like it's not oh. like it's gonna. I like if, that if, Emily. Bond. In September, I think it'll be back enough where people will will go. I agree. I mean, we're we're Cuomo did a 180, and now it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll open our stadiums, which is just like, wait, is that okay, what he's doing? I guess so. Oh, no time to die. What's no time to die? A Bond, Mike. Uh, yes, that's the Bob movie that was supposed to come out like last oh, month. Oh yeah, where they did the media oh, right, 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 and then had to cancel. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> Apparently, that's with a, no time to die, they've had. That's two. a Seinfeld reference, and a it lot is of a very deep cut. I'm glad you picked up. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Mike? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, with no time to die, they've had to reshoot a bunch of the product placement because a new piece of technology is the new thing now. Like when they would use like a new phone or something like that. They've had to uh, go and reshoot it with the new thing because of the delay. Really? Yeah. Yikes. Oh, I see. Because the company is like, well, we want our. But isn't that like, aren't you eating into the cost of what they gave you? Or unless they're paying them again. Uh, yeah, they, uh, if they're paying you to use the, sure. use it. You have, you, it's really expensive to shoot those scenes over again. Mm-hmm. I have no time to die. I have a million things to do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a housewife complaining about her day. You know, I have to pick up the kids. I have to go to groceries. I have no time to die. 
That's a bond. It's just become fun. <laughs> it's just bond running errands in this movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you only live twice and I have no time to die. <laughs> That's a great bit. That's a great bit that all the Bond titles could just be something a mom says when she's too busy. Wait, can we get a list of all the Bond titles? That is so perfect, Andy. That's so perfect. It's all like the, the Skyfall, and I have no time to die. And I just, it's like you only live twice, and I just want to do something for myself. <laughs> we I just want to get to Casino Royale once in my life. <laughs> I have to take my cat Pussy Galore to the vet. <laughs> can you, Mike? Can you bring up a name, the, the list of all the Bond movies? If they have it, if not, don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, for your eyes only. Uh, <laughs> Living Daylights, Golden Eye. I guess not. Okay, maybe not. Maybe this I is. Probably, I, can, I think I could string them. You think you could do it? Like I'm at the supermarket, I'm like, and this guy cuts in front of me. He thinks he's what the man with the golden gun. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to find Moonraker, and the kids love Octopussy, so I'm trying to make that for dinner. And this guy, the spy who loved me, cuts in front of yeah. me, and so I'm at in the car now, and I realize I didn't bring my license to kill. <laughs> Yeah, last night my husband, I don't know where this came from, but he was like, he was great. He was like the spy who loved me. He was really. Yeah. He re <laughs> fucked the living daylights out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we did this position. I had never seen it. was like a view to kill. It was a yeah. very. You know, I, on, on Sundays, I need time for myself. I get myself a bubble bath, and I just need a quantum of solace, okay? <laughs> That's all I need, just a quantum of solace. <laughs> a quantum of solace is such <laughs> a great measurement of time. <laughs> Can I get a moment's peace? I just want a quantum of solace for once in my life. Yeah. What, we, we already gave you dinner. What is the world not enough? The world is not enough? You already ate dinner, Timmy. Is, the world is not enough. <laughs> uh, oh, oh my God! I've been, I've been, I've been going. I've been all this over. Cough. All I got to see Doctor No about this cough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've been, I've been running errands all day. It's like tomorrow never dies. It's like tomorrow never dies. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's great. Ooh. That's perfect. That, that, got to pay that. my Spectre cable bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one might be only for the New York audience. Hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> Ooh, that one got me going in the lungs. Yabba dabba do. That was funny. <laughs> um, a quantum um, of solace. I have hilarious. no time to die. I don't, even, I don't even have any time to die. <laughs> I have no time to die. <laughs> My mom uh, used to say moment's peace. That was a big one in the Marianne Fiore vernacular. May I? Can I just get a moment's peace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can but today what we wanted to talk about? I saw a great. I'll tell you what's good for all this. A lot of movie stuff. I don't know if I should give, let the cat out of the bag for all these articles. But Mental Floss does a great job of some lists, and I'm obviously on their algorithm. People know about Mental Floss. I know, but but they have a lot of great. The great list of stuff that I've not known about movies or I've known or they've embellished on, not embellished, um, expanded on. Yeah. So uh, with this, I saw one today, last night that I sent to Mike and, and to Andy that was about characters in movies that were supposed to die but didn't. And I Very think cool list. Some of the people, a lot, a lot I didn't know. And one of them we knew because Andy talked about recently because of the novel. 
which was Jaws, uh, which was with Matt Hooper and Jaws, which pe- right, we talked about on the podcast. Teeth. But there's a bunch of other ones. So we wanted to go over the list for everybody and let you guys in on our thoughts on each one. And I think we should just do it like this. Uh, if, if, if Mike, if you could bring up the list. Buster, the bring video. up the list. Buster, Buster Palm, bring up the list. Buster Palm, guess what? If Buster Palm's in a movie, he doesn't die. Buster Palm hell, hell, no always wins in the end. Buster Palm gets the girl. He gets he gets the girl, that and he, right. he, he doesn't die. You die. Buster Palm does not die. <laughs> Um, so anyway, Mr. Palm also be a Bond villain. <laughs> so what I want to do is go through them, and Andy, I want to get each of our. We can do it pretty fairly quickly. We can just There's say a few I really loved on here. The, the the character dying, in your quick opinion, and in, 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 in like in your your guttural reaction, does it make it a better movie or a worse movie? Okay, great. Alrighty. Uh, first off, we they have for number one, they have Han Solo. Apparently, was supposed to die originally in the Return of the Jedi, and a lot of Star Wars people are going to know this already. I'm, I guarantee you. Sure, but I didn't know that, and apparently, the reasoning uh, Lucas didn't do it was because that a dead Han Solo doesn't sell toys. Oh, uh, really? And that's that's why they didn't do it. Yeah. Well, and, I think it was uh, the right decision for the story anyway. In my opinion, I believe I think so too. I'm glad that he didn't die. I, because, but I was fine with him dying in that reboot. I was fine Absolutely. with when he, when he died. I, I was feel like, the same way. It worked for me. It was like a perfect time to do it. It, it made sense for the story. So this, this actually, I'm, I'm glad this didn't happen. Um, agreed. Agreed. Okay. Moving on. Number two. Agreed. Yeah. Um, this Ian Malcolm, Doctor Ian, Ian Malcolm, Malcolm was Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Uh, 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 life uh, 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 finds a way. Uh, <laughs> apparently, for Doctor Ian Malcolm, life did find a way because they didn't kill him off. And I would have been okay with this one, to be honest. He had a, he was I a great know. character, but I don't think it would have really changed the outcome of the movie in any way. It just would have been like, oh, it would have been a a, a a character I could have seen getting killed, and everybody would have been like, oh, we like that guy. Sucks he had to die because I don't think he came back in part two did he i'm not as familiar after the first one no i don't think he did uh no so, i i'm okay with maybe this in part two but not ever again but but i also think you could have killed him off in independence day Ooh. his other doctor after character he uh solves the virus or his therapist cat whatever he is oh no science guy character um, yeah, yeah, after he after he does it, like he doesn't. Maybe Will Smith gets out, but he doesn't get out. I was gonna say that means Will Smith dies though too. Not necessarily. Uh, it could be there could have been a shootout. There could have been a. What's up, Buster? Oh, he's the main character in the second book, but not ah. in, the, in the second movie though, Dr. right? Ma- oh, very okay. Life uh, 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 finds a way. <laughs> All right, what's next, Mike? Next up. Deputy Dewey and Scream. I have like oh. barely an opinion about this, but uh, so it's yeah, just, I, he was supposed to die right after being stabbed. I don't remember the movie enough to, um, but I think this would have been, he was a main character. So whenever that happens, I'm always, I would have been on board with this because it was, it would have been made it more of a terrifying, you wouldn't have known what was coming next if they would have had yeah. him die in it. So this, I agree, they should have killed him. It's David Arquette, but I think I agree they should have killed him too. In this article, they say the reason they didn't is because they made the character younger and they wanted to keep him in the movie that for that reason. So if, I get what he's saying is that if it would have been some just like peripheral older character that that becomes one of the murders, but because he and he became like a a, a fixture in this in the series because he was in like a few of the movies, right? Yeah, you can't yeah. kill David Arquette. 
you can't kill David Arquette right now. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I swear to God. Yeah, it's, a, it's about him. It's called You Can't Kill David Arquette. And why oh, would that's you so want? funny. That, that's so funny. Uh, so <laughs> I think I disagree with them keeping him. What do you say? I say axe the motherfucker. Yeah. In the first one. It's a horror, scary slasher film. You should be killing people. Uh, there should be next, only basically one or two survivors in a, in a slasher film. Yeah, that's how I feel. You need to make it where you never know who's going to get it next. For a movie that was so concerned with the rules of slasher movies, essentially the one teenage girl should have survived. Right. It shouldn't have been. If they're playing by the rules, that's the rule. You know, the the 13th rule. One person. Yeah. I just Uh, ordered a book last night. It's called My Favorite Horror Movie. I'm so excited to read it. Oh, my God. Jesus. (laughs) I'm going to read it under the covers with a flashback. Since Burger is going to masturbate to it. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Moving uh, on, Michael. Yeah. BP. 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 What's next? Now, this is an interesting one. This is a big one. Can you give us the paragraph? So this, I'm going to read the paragraph because it's Rambo in First Blood. So the first Rambo movie. Oh, they I never wanted, Yeah. So in the novel First Blood, Rambo counts su- uh, commits suicide at the end of a long battle with Sheriff uh, Teasley. <clears throat> Sheriff Teasel. Teasel. Yes, uh, Rambo- Mrs. Teasel. <laughs> Rambo's death scene was filmed, but Sylvester Stallone saw the potential for a new franchise. So Rambo lived to fight another day. Wow, the old George Lucas technique. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I think that they should have just let him die in this. And he would have like he could have found another franchise like he Uh, also had the next one. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. He was a fucked up character. He had demons. He had Vietnam. He had PTSD. He, yeah. he was ripe to commit suicide. And the and if you don't remember, that is first, a dark ending, though. First Blood is a, a is a badass action movie, and it would have if it would have just been First Blood, it would have went down as like one of the all time yeah. best action movies. But it gets muddied by its sequels, you know. Yep. Yep. Uh, the next one is Rocky Balboa and Rocky Five. So when he fights Tommy Gunn, he was supposed to die at the hands of Tommy Gunn. I <laughs> wholeheartedly disagree with this one because all the Tommy awesome. All the awesome villains that you fought and you and you all the bad guys yeah, you fought and that's who you die from on the street with Tommy Gunn or whatever it is. Get at it. No way. No way. Wholeheartedly dude. disagree. Yeah. But so it's good that he didn't because they and changed I, the ending to him and the son walking home or getting pizza or pasta or some Italian thing of some sort. <laughs> this is going to you know, they're I think they're eventually going to if you're up to date with the Creed movies, which I love and are fantastic mm. continuations of the Rocky universe. Well, you know, my Rocky, about the Creed movies. Rocky's going to have to get buried. One is he, he's going to get, have to get the final knockout. One of these days. I don't know if they're going to do anymore, to be honest, because he's beyond it. Michael, uh, what's his name? Um, is, is Jordan. Is con- Michael, B. Jordan. Michael, Michael B. Jordan is he's too big for another Creed. I guess, I guess he's, ah, I guess he, he can do I mean, it. I hope yeah, they do do I it. Think- if they did it again, I there's if it was the final final rock and they had Rocky die in Creed it, three, that'd be a nice trilogy. It'd yes. be a great ending to a saga. And yes. you could really finally have Rocky get uh, KO'd. And so yeah, to speak. I, he 100 percent should die. If it, they do another one, he had cancer in them in the creeds. That's right. Yeah. So it would have been either they started off and he's oh, can't nope. you see that last shot? He's up there on the hill buried next to fucking Paulie. And next to Adrian, oh, oh absolutely, and then and then yeah. and then, and then uh, Apollo Junior goes and he starts to talk to them at the graves like Rocky does with Adrian. I, I you could, this one writes itself. Though. I'll tell you, I just got chills. I'll tell you right now. Damn, and, that's what I'm saying. 
and I'll tell you uh, that I, if I had to guess that there's a script somewhere where that's the ending scene, it's gotta, it's gotta be. be like, it's gotta be. That's, that's, that's perfect. And he's talking to, he, he goes home and he puts up the picture of Apollo and Rocky fighting each other is, Oh, I can see it right now. Oh my God. All right. What's next there, Mike? So Rocky five is a bad choice. Bad, bad choice. choice. Ah, we can skip over this one. I don't even. Who is this? The girl from Par- Paranormal, Paranormal I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So Kate, <laughs> I saw it once in the theater. Katie's I don't even Paranormal. remember it. I remember it just being scary as shit. But. Oh, so I Ooh. knew about this one. Interesting Dante, one. Hicks, and Clerks. So Dante and Clerks, originally at the end of Clerks, were supposed to get robbed and get shot and or, or stabbed or something and, and then die. And then that, they decided Yeah, dude, no way. I'm happy no. they ended it the way they did. That would have been a psychopathic ending. Absolutely. It would have been like, especially like that movie didn't have enough weight to it to have him die at the end. Unless you do that would it. Have been some- great. Although I can't, how great would it have been if he's lying there dying? He goes, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> well, I'm sure that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's but no, I disagree. Good ending. I loved, I loved clerk so much. This was like groundbreaking for me when I was like 13. It would have to be absurd like that where I wasn't even supposed to be here today. And then they just yeah. walk out and he drops dead like that. But I think that's not who knows how they would have done it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next? Dr. Uh, Dr. Will Rodman. So it's, it's I guess it's um James. um James Franco's character. I guess Rise of the Planet of the Apes is the second. No, no, no. In the in the because these are good movies too. these reboots. Uh, much better than the 2001 Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes. These, uh, yeah. these are great. Um, ah, I like how they go their separate ways. Caesar kind of goes, becomes his own uh, gorilla. He becomes his own person, if you will. And then they they split. I, yeah, that would have been a tough one. But I, I, I don't know if I hate that he would have ended. That would have given Caesar more ammunition to be even more of a badass, you know? Yeah. I, I have to admit, I've never seen. I've never seen it. Oh, buddy, they're great fun. Big party. Yeah, I got. I got to watch it. All right, what's next, bud? What's What's next, uh, Palm? Palmers. Buster Palmer. Joker in Full Metal Jacket. Uh, Joker in Full Metal Jacket. That I would say that could have been good. That could have been great. That yeah, a lot of death in Full Metal Jacket. But a lot of people I, think it's two different movies anyway. It has one of my all-time top five favorite endings, and it's so dark. The, the ending is so dark with them as a platoon walking through ravaged, fiery, war-torn Vietnam singing the Mickey Mouse theme song. It's just so <laughs> perfectly dark and great. I love that ending, just them singing unison in, in the, most, the happiest song in the worst place on Earth. It's yeah. Perfect. It's 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 a... um. It is a great ending, but I if he died, that would have I would have been fine with it. I would actually have been fine with it because I mean, they had, had a lot of sentimental dead. They had cowboy die. They had you know yeah, uh, the mother the lover die. Has, they had a lot of people as in the movie is like somebody who's narrating it from being dead. Yeah, and you'd like to see one person. You don't actually know his. He's still in country at the end of the movie. You know, I mean that ha- that movie had so many heavy deaths. The guy, you know, from private uh snowball killing himself to fucking gunnery sergeant arlie ermy gets killed i mean it's just there's a lot of death in that movie you want to see at least one person live yeah you know what that's a good point it's a really good point all right what's next what's next? this one is like uh, i don't even care about this one which is john favreau and iron man 3 
I I don't are people attached to John Favreau in the Iron Man movies except for the except for Avengers where he has that moment with Iron Man's daughter, which is which is a great moment. What a great tearjerker! So I don't but, even really I might not have even seen Iron Man three because I I think I kind of just bowed out the, of it at this point. Ben Kingsley, the one with um oh then I definitely uh, didn't see it. And he plays the act. It, it, it's not great. That's why. It doesn't matter at this point. It's like if, we, yeah. if you have a shitty movie, who cares if a, if a character dies in a shitty movie? You know, right? So just to uh, add this because we just we kind of glossed over Wandavision. If you stick with it, the first three episodes are tough, but they set up something big time, and it's a big thing of the Marvel universe, which I had to like text Greg Stone about and be like, "Hey, fill in the gaps for me here. What is it? Who did this? Why not?" But by the time episode four hits, you go, "Whoa, daddy." Okay. Buckle up. I got to check it out. I should watch yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was fun. And I'm not even like a big Marvel guy. So I know. That's why I'm like, I should watch. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, so I don't I don't know. I don't even know about this one. Yeah, yeah. Here's uh, wait, a big uh, one. This is a big one. Okay. So you want to say this one, Andy? Sure. Clarence Worley in uh, True Romance. We all know Quentin Tarantino's first film. I like the in uh, the blurb that they wrote that Quentin Tarantino gave Tony Scott his two scripts, Reservoir Dogs and True Romance. He goes, you can only make one. I'm going to make the other. And Tony Scott chose true romance, which I go, thank God, because I can't thank picture. God, right. I can picture. I think Tony Scott did a great job with true romance, but I can't picture him making Reservoir Dogs. I can only picture Quentin Tarantino making yep. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. So exactly. to get back to this point, though, uh, I can see this. I can see this and I would have been OK with it. Because it was trending in that direction, and he even gets fucking shot in the head. So you do kind of think he's going to die. And I kind of like the story of Alabama getting a new life with the money and, you know, uh, her, I guess, you know, being free from her past and going on and be able to live a a happy life. It also, that being said, I'm not upset that Clarence lived, but I, I would be okay with this one. It also it, it emboldens the character. The, the character, the guy. It also brings him complete to complete yeah. uh, f- fruition of what he wanted to be. He you know how they has Elvis yep, talking yep. to Amir about being a man and all this. He, so he would have been the catalyst to like he's her savior, whatever. Exactly. It is. Exactly. And you know, there's a whole Jesus thing there where it's you know you're dying for you know other people and all that kind of stuff. Whatever you want to call it, but. That it would really, I think it would added way more edge to the Tony Scott movie, and it would have, I think it would have been a good idea as well yep. overall. It kind of edges, it edges it out for me, like meaning that I, I'm okay with the way it went down. But you're absolutely right. The way they set it up is like his behavior the whole time is like you think it's going that way anyway, and it would have, it would have added way, it would add some darkness to it, but also it would have made sense for the complete maturation of the character like and getting to that point like almost like his his mission or his purpose in life was to to save this girl from you know sure yeah from from, from her problems or from her from her situation a noble spirit embiggens the smallest man <laughs> what is all right that? two more that's the springfield's motto and that's from jebediah springfield <laughs> a noble spirit embiggens the smallest man <laughs> And biggins, I never heard that word until I moved to Springfield. And she goes, the other teacher goes, why? It's a perfectly cromulent word. <laughs> um, the next one's Matt Hooper and Jaws. We, uh, yeah, we know Matt character. Hooper. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you, can go, yep. you can go to the next one. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is a big one. Because it's also one that I 
figured this is one that they kind of seemed like it was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon 2. Um, you know, I forgot his first name was Martin. Yeah, Riggs. Riggs from uh, Riggs so and Mel, Gibson, Mel Gibson's character from Lethal Weapon 2. So when he says diplomatic immunity and he shoots him at the end that he was just going to die at that point. Um, I have to say that, uh, yeah, this probably, I hate to say it because I like, but here's the thing. It's like, is there any lethal weapons that are worth it after two? And it's like, no, there's not, Uh, it's three and four and they're going to do, they're doing a five apparently. Um, and they're just kind of it's, it's one of these things where you're you're diluting geez. things. What's that fifth one going to be like? They're both it, ancient. Yeah, I know. It's going to be <laughs> that like him. He was supposed to in the first one when he, he's turning 50 and that was 30 years ago. <laughs> so he's going to be 80. I think they'll play into it. I think yeah, they'll be retired. Does. They'll have that, and then they go on a case, and they're not. And Danny Glover's, you know, he's he doesn't want he, belligerent about it. He doesn't want to do it anyway. When it comes to this one, if you really think about it, it would have been better if they had him die at the end of this because he was in so much. Buddy, I'm not that. I, I'm not that great with the lethal weapons, to be honest. I've seen him Wait, as a kid, what? but I, 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 I mean, meaning I don't know them as well as I know other movies. Like, oh, I know these. They're not the second two, nature to me, you know. The first two are some of my favorite. Are a couple of my favorite. I think they. You can put them up against any of those '90s, '80s, '90s. Oh, sure, actually, sure, absolutely. But you know what? Die Hard. Live Weapon or Die Hard? Die Hard. Die yeah, Hard. There you we go. We talked about that once, I think. Die, die you Hard. You made the right decision. Die Hard all the way. Die Hard 3 um, over any of the lethal weapons, in my opinion. Uh, no. Um, Phenomenal film. I watched it again like two weeks ago. It's so good. It's great. It's great. Um, but but I'll say for this, the choice for him to die, but you know what happens in two with the South Africans and. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Once you talked about it, I remember. Yeah, and so I think overall this would have been a better thing. Okay, what's next? This might be the last one. Last one. Oh, good one. This is a biggie. What do you think of this, Andy? Ellen Ripley from Alien. Sigourney Ripley and Alien. Not Aliens. That's part two. Alien, the first one. Um, If the way they did it, they did it. (laughs) Like, apparently they were supposed to have one of the aliens kind of uh, kill Ripley, but yet take over her body. That would have been a badass way to introduce part two. Um, but again, I like the idea of at least one character. You have to have one survivor. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like that, yeah, she's yeah. the perfect survivor in alien. Yeah. You know, everybody else is pretty much is dead. I, I don't know. Alien. I, I love the alien movies, but I think they're a little bit overhyped in, in a genre. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, think, I, know I don't think they've aged as well as people think they have. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of times people go alien. It's one of the, you know, scariest movies. I go, ah, I, no, not really. No, not really at all. I, I say the same thing about Halloween. People go Halloween ground. I, I Maybe at the time, 1978, it was groundbreaking, but I go, it's not that, that scary. It's just not no. scary. It's once you, once where you, once you like, once you know something's old, it takes you out of it. Like it's, it's yeah. not as like you're, you. It's separating you from the reality of what's going on. Agreed. But this uh, one, uh, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't know. Now, I like the way it ends. I like. I say Ripley lives. I also believe, think that, Ripley. Believe it or not, I like the way it ends. I guess you're right. If they did it the way you said they did it, which is what they talked about. 
with where the alien takes over. You could have had a great sequel with that, but the sequel was so good. It was a great sequel. Like, and you don't yeah. get any yeah. great sequels. How Lethal Weapon Two was a great sequel. Right. Um, so I'd say that's a bad. It's a good decision. They let her live, basically. I was so excited for Prometheus, but and they really just it's not I, I don't even think it's that bad a movie, but they just kind of fucked up the storyline and I guess it was yeah, rushed. It um so that's the list. I think it's a pretty good list of these movies that uh, not a you know it's I mean meaning it's pretty interesting. Like it's a lot of um a lot of things that I didn't know. A lot of a yeah. lot of like I didn't know about the alien one, I didn't know about the Martin Riggs one, and I'm a big Lethal Weapon fan. I had no idea. It'd be uh kind of a fun exercise to think of our own they have what if this person died in a movie maybe we'll yeah. come back next week with that you know what that's what we we should do we should put it out there we'll come back that'll be our our homework for the week uh, we'll come out with movies that maybe the characters should have died i got one immediately well don't don't no, say no. save it. i thought of it first one that popped into my head but but, but dimwit nation do us a favor tweet at us the what who the movies your choices characters that uh, I guess you can go both ways, right? That died that shouldn't have. Yeah, you can take it both ways. Could have, you would have liked to seen live or die. Yeah, it's at the DYM podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Please check us out, sign up, message us, tweet at us. We'll tweet right back. We we talk to people. We talk to Dimwit Nation all the time. It's amazing. Also, on top of that, you can you can follow uh, um, Andrew Fiore. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter as well at Andy Fiore. That's, that's that's his info, and he also has a radio show on Sirius every Thursday at four. It's called the Raw Report. It's on Raw Dog ninety nine. You gotta check it out, right, Andy? Absolutely. And while you're there, tune in a day early, twenty four hours prior to that, on Wednesdays at four p.m. on Sirius XM Raw Dog ninety nine. It's Sean Donnelly's very own show, which is called Celebrate. It was an amazing show, hilarious show. They take one topic and celebrate that each week. So uh, why don't you download SiriusXM if you haven't now? I don't know what the hell you're doing. It's, it, they got all sorts of deals and everything's on demand. You can catch up to all the old episodes. It's a ball. Just also just a ball. On, gotta say this. Celebrate pretty soon coming up. We're gonna have James Fox, the director of the Phenomenon, the UFO do, uh, documentary. That oh I boy! <laughs> uh, try and contain yourself. <laughs> I lost my mind. I'm sure you I did, buddy. Lost my. Fucking mind. <laughs> Good for you. I know you love the. It's funny you don't like the alien stuff more. Uh, was such a big. I like some guy. alien stuff. Yeah, I do. I do like some alien stuff. <laughs> Boy, um, when I saw fire in the sky in the theater as a kid, I fucking freaked out, lost my mind. I thought I was getting kidnapped by aliens for like three months. After that. <laughs> we want to thank our friend uh, now. You oh, know, you know him as, as Buster Palm. I don't know. Palmer. I call him. The, the the Palmer. Why why'd you choke out date? Palmer? Palmer? <laughs> we'll put- I had a lot riding on that. What does he go? He goes, uh, personally and financially. He goes, what happened that day, Palmer? What is that is that what he says? And Royal Tennis. Yeah, yeah. you know, just like um, why'd you choke out there that day, Bomber. <laughs> That's so good. Special shout out to Dimwit Dan, maybe our most loyal listener. He listens to the DYM podcast every week. And guys, if you're in New York City, go support his bar, 11th Street Bar. It's a wonderful, great bar. They're open and doing all safe COVID stuff. And these small businesses need our help, guys, because the government sure isn't doing anything. So (laughs) support Dimwit Nation. He support those who support us. There's a good way to put it. 
Please do. And guys, uh, and please tune in next week. And we want to thank you guys so much for listening. And we love you. And we want to thank the laugh button for, yes. for having us. And it, it's been nothing but but amazing. And thank you so much, Andrew. Options Burger, uh, Eminem Fiore. I appreciate you doing this. And we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>